welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits Roundtable. Where we invite our fellow dreamers, thinkers, healers, lightworkers, world teachers, misfits, and rebels to join us every week at the Roundtable. Where we explore everything from love, business, life, and even things others might think are strange like UFOs or channeling. And we have co-created this space to deepen our own personal and spiritual journeys. And we'd love to have you add your questions, your wisdom, thoughts, ideas alongside us here at the Roundtable. And we're your hosts, Ashley Bradley, intuitive business coach and mom, calling out healers and lightworkers of the world to play a bigger game and show up with their unique magic. And this is my best friend, James Fletcher. He is also a speaker, a writer, a member of the recovery community, and a queer spiritual activist. <laughs> they couldn't hear us, but like we were kind no. of dancing. Yeah. I felt like we were at like a like, like podcast club. Like it was important. <laughs> you know, we should have had the Age of Aquarius song from here. I think if I would have been better at planning, I think I would have probably done it I that way tonight. But... I thoroughly enjoyed the moment. Okay. Okay. I like the lead up. It felt very official. Yeah. Um but welcome you guys like okay so we are talking about age of aquarius but we want to talk about i think some astrological noticings in general about like right now and this weekend and um we'll start there we'll start there and it's friday the 13th did you do your homework on friday the 13th at all no ashley's (laughs) astrological noticings it's a new segment (laughs) i'm into it so actually what are your astrological noticings? Well, I will say first off that this app that I'm using is amazing because I don't know very much about astrology. I just like to find places where other people know about astrology <laughs> so I could just kind of get what's important and like be like, hmm. <laughs> Rip off. Interesting. Interesting. But it is called Time Passages. So I definitely really recommend it, the app and it's free. They're not sponsoring us or anything, but time passages. Not yet. You you can like reach out to us for sponsorship if if you'd like. We're hope, we are taking sponsors, so hope you don't mind cursing <laughs> and dick talk. <laughs> we'll keep it real. <laughs> so I think everybody um, knows that we are. It's kind of Scorpio season right now in general, and that things kind of get a little bit weird, but that's based on the position of the moon and, and it being in Scorpio for 30 days, but then wait, sorry, the sun, I meant to say this. Yeah. Scorpio this, position. <laughs> it's new. <laughs> so the sun sign, I think is like when we think about astrology or people are like, Oh, I am an Aquarius or I'm a Capricorn. Like we're thinking about our sun sign. And so the sun is in Scorpio right now, but the moon is in Scorpio as well. And the moon only hangs out like every two and a half days in the different signs. And so um, as soon as I looked at that, I was like, shit, like that's why it has been really intense for me. I know Solange was backstage saying like, oh, like it has been crazy for me as well. So I just wanted to share with people like what influence that might be bringing. Hi, Lisa. So Ashley, real quick, what do you associate mm-hmm. with Scorpio? Just so people that are like really like myself, that are kind of layman to astrology, like what do you associate with Scorpio? Well, I was learning about it more today that it's actually kind of associated with ego death and that symbolically it is like the will and the ego. And so sometimes like past hurts or things that are like kind of like associated with failure or inner critic or things that have been buried down deep, that there's kind of like an intensity because it's kind of emotional and I feel like it brings a little bit of chaos, but it's, it's like serves a purpose. It's like, we have to have all types of energy. Um, But okay. The sun, I will say like, it's um, the mystery of life, like very much like I would call it what the fuck energy, like very much like, and if you even think about like this month and with the election, how many moments have we been like, what the fuck, this is so weird. And so I feel like the proper way to say that is like mystery of life, mystery of life. What the I like fuck what energy. the fuck more. What the yeah, fuck yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. What the you fuck? heard it here. Hashtag what the fuck energy in Scorpio. Yeah. Not as much as big dick energy, right? Big dick energy and what the fuck energy are separate, right? I don't, you have to define that for us. Oh, We're going to need another. 
I, we're going to need a whole show for that. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. De- separate episode, separate episode. Okay. So it's, <laughs> it talks about being sensitive to like dark spaces within our soul or to like our shadow, like being very aware of our shadow right now. And um, I think in for a lot of people, like a lot of our, our rebels and misfits that are very much like the healers, the light changers, like, I feel like they don't live in shadow all the time. I do think it's like purposeful so that we can like see it and heal it and release it. Um, But yeah, I think that those are the main things. But then I read with the moon, the moon being in Scorpio right now as well, emotional rawness. That is a thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me read your favorite part. This really, I felt like I wanted to share this with with James. It says... It says these may come to the surface as a naked power urge or as mm-hmm. a, a need to connect intimately with another mm-hmm. person. So James, like any, how is that coming up in your life? Like any plans for this double Scorpio weekend? Are you talking about my naked urges? Why, why, <laughs> why do you always associate dirty things with me? I think huh? we know. I think we all know. Um, but yeah, I mean, you were taught, we always talk backstage for a little bit and we were saying, we feel like we wish you guys could just be there with us backstage because James always like shares about his life or what's going on. Although I feel like you had a really good balanced day you didn't really have like an emotionally chaotic day like Solange and I did, but no, I actually feel like sometimes I feel like I get the reversal of other people's energies. A lot of times we've had this recently, like in months past where it's been like you had like, but I think you were leveling up to a new frequency, but it was like chaotic feelings and a lot of feelings. I was like, I've been on cloud nine the last couple of days. And then, you know, Solange was saying like, she had a day where she just like wants to go back to bed and you're stubbing your toe and crying about it. And I feel like like the universe, sometimes it's an emotionally abusive relationship (laughs) and that, No, I'm serious. Cause I feel like shit like that happens when it's like trying to like slap me around and be like, bitch, like maybe you should have done your morning routine. Maybe, maybe you should be committed a little bit more to your, your daily practices and not act like you're too tired. You know, I so, don't, I don't yeah. think the universe is your pimp and I don't appreciate you equating <laughs> the universe to a pimp. Well, it's not <laughs> like the universe is always gentle when it's trying to like get its way, have its way. Yeah, it did beat me to death. So you're right on that. That's true. <laughs> no, but but we'll talk was... about James's near-death experience also in another episode. But honestly, like today, like I felt like just the best vibrations. And maybe it's having walked through a lot of fear. And I know this wasn't everyone's experience, but I feel like it was a lot of people's experience with this election and a shift in leadership and, you know, the divine feminine trying to arrive and was it going to arrive? And, you know, the old male energy, hopefully kind of dying out. Sorry, don't mean to get Mm -hmm. political, but I think after all that chaos, like today I was just walking in mile square park, which is this huge, beautiful park. And I took off my headphones and I always listen to music. I was looking around. I was like, I'm fucking free, man. I'm fucking, I just felt so at ease and it wasn't like this overwhelming like feeling. It wasn't this underwhelming feeling. It was just like right in the center. And like, I, I just, that's what I aim for my life. Just this centered feeling. And it just was mm. beautiful. And again, I think it's, you know, when the, the clouds pass and the storm passes and I find it really interesting how like it rained during those certain days of uncertainty and then it cleared up and the double rainbow picture. The double rainbow. Yeah, but they were showing up all over the the freaking world. Like definitely all over California. A lot of my friends were posting these rainbow pictures and it just felt like new energy to me today and clarity and freedom. So Mm. sorry, y'all, that you had a double Scorpio double fuck, but I had a beautiful day. That's good. No, and I feel like I'm trying to be more like um, welcoming and purposeful. I think that's like my whole um, like idea of wanting to be more in tune with like what's going on in nature and how those influences might affect me and my energy so that I could be like, great. Like, how do I, how do I work with this best to like do more healing or to have a great day? You know, I think that I love, I love that about astrology. I want to see what's going on um, in the comments. So Lisa is a Scorpio. So maybe you might be able to educate us on like other Scorpio facts. Cause Lisa knows a lot of shit and hopefully one day she'll be able to be our guest. If, if she ever would come on at one in the morning UK time. Um, I did so, look up 
famous Scorpios. I failed in the Friday the 13th assignment you gave me, but famous Scorpios. But it's very, their, their energy seems to be all over the place with the people that are famous Scorpios. You got Hillary Clinton, and then you got Jimmy Kimball, and you got Whoopi Goldberg, you got Marie Antoinette. So it's kind of like all over the place with energy. Well, I think what I was thinking with, um, and, and I think that also Chris, who is our astrology expert that's coming in today to talk about like Age of Aquarius, um, I'll, I'd like to hear her perspective on it. But I was thinking today that every sign I think has its shadow aspects and then its aspects of like when it's like in its like healed, empowered, like love and light stage. And so I'm thinking that there's going to be like a duality and like, you know, different kinds of uh, things across the spectrum that that sign might mean for different people. So I see yeah. that Mal- Mallory East mentioned, I have heard it's in the house of victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very intrigued by that. And hopefully Chris can elaborate on that. That's very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, I want to say that something cool that we do want to ask of you guys as well before Chris comes in is that our podcast is back on Apple. We got rejected and I feel like we didn't check a box. We didn't check a box. We're like, oh, so rebel and misfit of us because the reason that they rejected us is that we didn't say that our podcast was explicit, but we've checked the little like explicit box on all the episodes because we say fuck a lot and so I actually like, tried to subconsciously sneak it in that we got dirty mouths and we can got you butt- imagine if like because someone's like oh this nice spiritual podcast like i'm gonna listen to it with my kids and raise the frequency and here which i mean they will like we yeah. are like yes it is but like you know it's fun it's like laughter but like people might be like oh i'm sorry like <laughs> Have to turn this here, 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 Grandma. This was a beautiful service at church. Let's listen to the spiritual podcast together. And it's us talking about naked energy. <laughs> well, you know, though, that like in this book about 5D that I was reading, it was talking about that like things that come at you as spiritual, but there's no laughter, that there's no like laughter and lightness, that they were saying that that actually isn't like 5d and above frequencies because think about just like the laughing buddha so while at times we i know that like in our little podcast intro that we were saying like yeah like we don't have to be the the spiritual person that's just all zen that's just like oh welcome peace be with you you know that like there can be this like laughter and this edge and this humor and this like making fun of things energy because that is very high vibe I was actually the new book that I'm reading that that Ooh. divine love book that I'm reading. She was talking she's obsessed with, with Jesus in it. And she's not a Christian. She's she comes from a Jewish family. But I'm down with Jesus too. I'm, I mean, I'm down with Jesus too. Yeah. She, let me get some point. <laughs> <laughs> but she was talking that she like has, cause she was talking about past lives actually. And she uh-huh. was saying like that they have to exist. Cause here she is this Jewish girl, but she's obsessed with Jesus, like literally crying during movies about it. And she's talking about all these different examples, but then she started talking about all the great spiritual leaders and she's talking about not fitting in either. She's totally a spiritual rebel and we're going to get on the show. I swear we're going to, I'm going to make an admission for next season, but anyway. Tosha Silver. Yeah. yeah she has Tosha. A card. Tosha. She has a card deck, by the way. Ooh, Christmas is right around the corner, bitch. But anyway, <laughs> she's talking about what Jesus really, how he really was and how everyone's come to the agreement that he was like a hippie and he like, you know, was bucking the establishment. If you really read the Bible, he was bucking the establishment. She was talking about Buddha and all these, talking about these goddesses, which you'll really get into and how like they walk around and like they're into like fire and they're into all these crazy things. And she's talking exactly about the establishment of spirituality and religion makes it seem like you have to be like proper and like all put together. And she's like, that's not my cup of tea. Like, you know, Jesus, like he was walking around and he was like totally bucking the establishment and the times. And that's my energy. So I think that you're Mm. absolutely onto something. Cause you You know, Jesus would be on our podcast. Like if he, if he does come back, like, do you think, do you think he says yes? Cause he's like omnipresent. And if he, that was just a big stoner thought we had right there. <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> oh, look at it. Like, yeah. And she says Jesus was was also the healer, the medium, the psychic. And then 
I've been listening to a lot of Carolyn Elliott and she's always like, Jesus was such a witch. Like he's using things from nature. Like he was a awesome, badass, like healing witch. Right. And like some people might be like, okay, so that's, we're just, that's a step too far. But yeah, I mean, we just lost, right. Uh, we lost five like viewers right now, but it's cool. So, <laughs> so Jesus, if you ever did come back, Ashley would like you on the show. So we're going to reach far for that one. We want to know the real backstage, like behind the scenes stories, the stories that were taken out by the establishment about the women. <laughs> if you could tell us. Yeah. So we, let's we get our that. shit together. And before we bring Chris on, let's oh, yeah. talk a little Chris. bit about the age of Aquarius though. Let's kind of do a setup, right? Like, do you want to do that? Or mm, Chris in yeah. Then- well, cause like it is, a little past the time. So Chris, we will bring you in in like just a moment, but we'll tell you what led us here is like, we know that we go through these different ages, like, and, and the Piscean age, I guess there's different perspectives on when things start and end, but it goes over 2000 years. So we have been in this Piscean age and then the age of Aquarius, or even thinking about that song from here, like the dawning of the age of Aquarius. I think it actually starts its influence before there's any like official date, but it's like very much associated with this divine feminine energy and like the fall of systems, like people really seeing systems like in place Mm -hmm. that maybe have been somewhat invisible. And I think that that's the thing that like, when I read it, I'm just like, Oh my gosh, like this is exactly what's unfolding. Like we talk about the great awakening all the time. Um, We have, slightly like talked about ascension or our guests have about like 5d and earth's frequency raising and so i we always see over and over again that all of these different schools of thought astrology being one of them like that they all kind of say the same thing in different ways and um that's really what led me here to being excited about this topic yeah, you've been educating me a lot. The thing that I, because I started to educate myself a little bit after my amazing divine walk, but I started to read a little bit. Honestly, like I was raised to understand astrology, respect astrology, but it gets so goddamn confusing for me, not going to lie. But I was reading about how, especially now, it is a time that like they're talking about the last time it was, everything was lined up as it's lined up now. Of course, I don't know the names or anything like that. They, it was like a, a great war was fought and they're saying this is supposed to be about us learning to take care of ourselves and one another. And I thought that was really fascinating because, you know, here we are COVID time, you know, and it's time to learn to take care of ourselves. And they're talking about the inner works and then one another. And I think that's definitely, definitely the great tipping point we're at right now. Let's bring in Chris, somebody Mm -hmm. that knows what, what she's talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, Chris. Oh, She's oh my gosh! Perfect. I was. I realized. Wow! Like I totally forgot that. Chris, like that my was... lighting source is like fucked. So hopefully you guys can kind of see me. This Chris, is that was aura happening. That was an amazing <laughs> entry. Okay, own it. You did a whole best hair of the flip. season. Best of that. Right. It was yeah. actually planned this whole time, you or was should... it? You know, it was created with it. all of you. Damn. <laughs> Welcome, Chris. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I go by Chris on Facebook, which is Hi Met Ashley, but I tend to my real name's actually Crystal, which people find funny because I'm like really into all the woo stuff. They're like, oh, so like do you change your name? I'm like, no, my dad was a geologist. So yeah, my real what? name is Crystal. You call me Crystal. My friends can call me Chris. So yeah. <laughs> What We're gonna awesome, call you Chris then. Yeah. What awesome comebacks though. No, my dad's a geologist, bitch. <laughs> you want to see my ID? Oh, you're calling me 15. Yeah. Oh, so, but yeah, I love talking about astrology and the age of Aquarius and all the wacky shit happening. So mm. it sounds like you guys like that too. And I'm really happy mm-hmm. about that. I already oh, love yeah. you. I already I'm love. me too. Me too. <laughs> well, when I found her, I will say that I, I said, must be cool with a spiritual podcast that drops a lot of f-bombs like fyi before you say you're interested so oh yeah i actually want to start my own podcast at some point no pressure when i'm just like leaving it to divine timing but i actually am also interested in having an f-bomb filled podcast for myself <laughs> it's gonna be more yes. storytelling yeah, working title is my so-called psychic life. Um, yes. So, yeah, cool. I just felt like you guys are totally my vibe, and I was just like, 
listening to the dynamic and being like, okay, yeah, like they'll like enjoy <laughs> how I naturally exude my like little Capricorn Scorpio Leoness. So yeah. <laughs> well, fill us in, like tell us your perspective on like the age of Aquarius and <laughs> what we should maybe get excited or be warned about. I, oh I my gosh. <laughs> well, okay. So a big thing I like telling people about astrology is I think of it as like your natal chart is like a snapshot of where all the planets were when you were born and it's like tattooed on your psyche and stuff um Mm. but to me and then like you kind of become like an ambassador of that energy for like the rest of your life but then there's other energy still going on right the show still goes on even whether you know it or not and then you come in contact with other people that have different sorts of I, I guess like show placements, like they have different journeys and they were born at a different time and they're like reacting to what's happening and to you. And so it's all this weird sort of like chemical um, reaction. But I like to think that the age of Aquarius actually enables us to be more curious about this kind of like weird shit because you have to be in order to truly come together like kumbaya like we are all one (laughs) the the sign of aquarius i think is where we just start so when it comes to astrology aquarius is an air sign and it's like fixed so basically it's i i think of it as the king of air like and what is air it's very related to intellect and like thinking and what creates systems that are about to fall thinking Mm -hmm. erroneous thinking creates bad systems but great thinking creates great systems And whenever you want to destroy a system, you have to reconfigure how you think. And so I think the age of Aquarius is associated with like new and maybe scary technological advances that reflect the advances that we have to do with our thinking. So if you're like thinking of different, more high minded things or like speculating on being mentally ill or all that shit, that's all like Aquarian related because it's only Mm. by like kind of hacking your perspective as if it's a computer and like remixing all of it, can we all collectively move forward? It takes each individual person's little computer, psyche, whatever, um, doing a lot of just reevaluating. Because, you know, Mm. like, we've all seen The Matrix, probably. (laughs) There's all that, like, red pill, blue pill kind of stuff. Or like, oh, are we even here, man? Like, but (laughs) that that kind of thinking is what led to so many memes and then led to so much information being transmuted that we all have to make sense of. And the age of Aquarius ultimately comes down to tapping into your inner truth that will ultimately lead to you creating something new. Because I feel like all things that we see all began with a thought, right? Like the iPhone had to begin with a thought. This strange smart water bottle also began with a thought. (laughs) Even babies were created with thoughts. You have to be like, hmm, maybe I should have sex right now. Okay, I don't know. know, Everything is thought related. Yeah, this is where the age of Aquarius comes in. Um, okay, sorry, that was like my like little oh, that was perfect. Chris, oh that yes, was Chris. I would yes. be down. Oh for my it. gosh, yes. yes, yes, and um, okay, fine. I'll try to be more technical. So no, <laughs> no, no. You being exactly you. <laughs> I'm like okay. So the thing is that Jupiter and Saturn, like conjuncting in the sign of Aquarius hasn't happened in almost 400 years. And the mathematics of how astrology works is like, okay, so um, how much do you guys know about astrology though? Because I don't want to like kind of start like explaining, over explaining. I'm, I'm going to try not to be too long-winded, but just wanted I to mean, see. People are probably every end of the spectrum. I feel like we know very little. I know what my app, my astrology app tells me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think okay. anything... I, there's probably people that are all into all different places, you know, that are listening. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll talk about the fountain. Okay. So I'll, I'll just talk a little bit very briefly. Don't worry. And I'm a fun teacher. I'm like Miss Grizzle. Um, we used to have blonde hair. It used to be cooler. No longer that. I'm so fun. So, so, okay. So, you know how like every month it's like a different season. So if you were born on like December 2nd, every year, no matter which baby was born December 2nd, they are a Sagittarius sun, right? That's because um, here on the West side of the globe, we go by the Gregorian calendar, the solar calendar. So we map time based on months, based on like how many like rotations the sun is making. Now, however, the moon moves every few like days. 
which is why when you have like full moons and new moons, those are like the full kind of like it's like the moon has gone through like all 12 of the signs in the time that the sun is just still in one sign. Right. Mm. And so then Mercury moves every few weeks and Mercury retrograde is essentially Mercury going backwards through a sign. But when it stops being retrograde is because it's moved back to a certain sign because Mercury changing signs is every few weeks. Venus is every few months. And then the further out you go in the solar system, the slower things move to where Uranus and Neptune are like every few decades. So then you get like generational patterns of like, why do boomers mm. and millennials and Gen Z all clash? Well, their Uranuses are all different. So, but like, you know, if I was born the same year as someone else or the same two years, we'd have like the same like Saturn. So astrology mm. is very cyclical in that sense. So that's I have a, a question that's somewhat yes. related. It, mm-hmm. Do you believe in like being on the cusp of a sign? Like if you are born close to it, like, do you think so, that is real? So what I don't, okay. So what I don't think is real is you can't be literally two signs, but because the way astrology is, it's like a wheel. It's like a spectrum. And they, there's these things called, well, there, I say decan, it's D-E-C-A-N. Maybe it's decan. I don't know. Like, man, I don't know. <laughs> the point is that, um, like the first, like, like each sun sign or each sign is divided into like three decans because it's all by degrees. So like the first third is decan one. So like, for example, um, like it's like, I think Capricorn season begins December 21st. So that first third, you are a Capricorn Dickhand one. And then like the middle is Dickhand two. And I am a Capricorn sun born the very last day, January 19th. Me too. I'm Wait, January the same 16th. Birthday? And that's why, oh my gosh. That's why I was asking <laughs> oh my you. Gosh, so, so cool. Is that why yeah, we so seem we... similar? <laughs> Damn, or, yes. So that Dickhand three... <laughs> The Decan 3 energy, it's like technically you are ushering in more Aquarius energy because it's not like, okay, uh, at 3 exactly a.m., that's when all the energy starts. Nothing before that. It's not like that like sort of start. It's kind of like we're slowly foreplaying into the next sign anyway. We're already ushering and pulling it in. So in theory, I think that if a baby was born closer to um, mm. the edge, so to speak, I like to call it edge, like edging. Yeah, you can say like I'm a Capricorn edging Aquarius or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, come on, this is a podcast where I can say that and like <laughs> back home. But it Finally, makes sense, right? Got me to wake it's up. I'm like, what? <laughs> You're like, what? What is this? <laughs> like, so that's how I like to make sense of that. Um, like because I do feel more Aquarian in some regard. But I do, at my core, still resonate with the Capricornian qualities. But it's kind of weird because, like, I actually have, like, my moon is also, like, on the edge of Virgo. And my rising is on the edge as well. So it's, like, I'm kind of, like, someone who feels a little, like, more scrambled because of that. edging everyone, girl. I'm just edging all the time. (laughs) Yes. So, yes, that is astrology. But, okay, so back to, (laughs) now that we know how astrology works, now we can go back to how this age of Aquarius stuff is going to work. So a lot of astrologers say that Jupiter and Saturn conjuncting, which means they're going to conjunct means in the same sign. If they're conjuncting in Aquarius, that hasn't happened in 400 years. Cause if you do the math, which you don't have to literally do the math, but I'll just tell you anyway, that like yes. <laughs> Jupiter moves every year. So it takes like 12 years to go through all the signs. Saturn moves like every, I want to say like three years so it takes like three decades to go through all the rotations so it's like mathematically not that frequent for them to be in the same sign much less the aquarius sign so a lot of people are like okay that is this is it's like december i think 21st this year i believe Mm. um so that's right when capricorn season begins and saturn is going into like aquarius a little before that but jupiter won't get there until a little later but this essentially means that everyone collectively is going to feel a lot of Aquarian energy and like a, oh shit, like in a big way, because on a personal level, your sun sign, your moon sign, Mercury, that's way more personal, but like Jupiter and all the outer planets like Saturn, Uranus, that dictates societal shifts because everyone feels those collectively. So Mm. Jupiter means expansion in astrology and Saturn means 
your biggest lesson. I like to call Saturn daddy. Now that's kind Whoa. of weird, but like, <laughs> daddy, punish you gotta, me. You got, <laughs> I was going to try to be on your side and then you said it that way. So you're on your own, but yes, <laughs> like Everyone's always like, my Saturn return is coming. Wah! My biggest lesson will come upon me. But the, the idea is that when we learn lessons and we learn them well, and we're willing to kind of, you know, not have life have to force us into a lesson, but we're willing to like think about it and take all these risks in advance. You can kind of beat out the sting of daddy Saturn, like punishing you or something or something. Like, I really do believe that like we have free will and predestination and they intersect. So in theory, like if you kind of, awareness is knowledge like if you know sort of what to sort of expect in terms of like a lesson or have been thinking of the collective lesson then you're going to be able to survive this period because you are going to be trying to be a good student and like learn your lessons Mm -hmm. and that's where you let go of how things should be and think more of like how do I want things to be and what am I going to use with all the stuff around me that I have in order to like progress toward that so I'd say like the age of Aquarius like out like externally it's like whoa like we have a whole bunch of like systemic like tearing down and rebuilding that's happening and people are like going through strange thought experiments and a lot of conspiracies are coming out and you already see the symptoms of like everyone going nuts so everyone's like 2020 was a weird ass year i'm like just wait till 2021 like it's gonna get crazier but crazy yeah. does not mean harder because if you learn to expect craziness and even embrace craziness like embrace your wacky mm-hmm. side you'll mm-hmm. fit right in like you know like you yes. have to like I think which is funny because I know this podcast is like educational but I'm also trying desperately to, to tell people some like advice to make them feel better like at the same time like trying to also comfort you <laughs> like Aquarius is honestly why we have so much like tech, it's like weird because like if you watch the social dilemma it's like uh man social media is like kind of the worst thing to ever happen but also strangely the best thing and you're just like mm-hmm. I feel so weird about this I don't know what if I should love or hate it and that's actually yeah. the best place to be it's a paradox love and hate are like two sides of the same coin the point is to embrace that it's here it's like the social media exists like even like resting in the fact that all these strange new things exist gives you the power to choose like if I mm-hmm. love it I'm going to do this with it if I hate it I'm going to make something else but you have to incorporate it into your reality so regardless i really think that people who want to be one with the age of aquarius they have to start like blowing their own minds they have to literally be like the kind of person who will sit down eat start eating and like think about like something super high concept and really get to that super existential place like you have to make everything extremely like meaningful not in a way where you're like freaked out all the time but in a way where you're starting to see the story behind everything because that's how Aquarius will teach you and like sustain you honestly like Pisces it's like oh like I don't know we're a little confused and then Aquarius is like oh <laughs> we gotta like sharpen up like we gotta like, put the glasses on we gotta be like okay like we're seeing that everything is kind of a scam but our existence somehow isn't a scam so we get to do something with that Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to slow down. No, I love that you just dropped all that knowledge on us. I feel like I want to open it up and just see, like, since people are watching us live, like maybe they have questions emerging. James, like, what are you most curious about? Uh-huh. Well, it's just really, first of all, Chris, you are my second favorite human being on earth right behind Ashley now. And I think <laughs> you need to have your own little, Rebels and Misfits spinoff show where you're like Bill Nye the science guy, but like hotter and funnier. <laughs> or and, and, somebody oh just God, needs to give you. us all a reality show and we can <laughs> go around and do spiritual shit and just have like, yeah, the spiritual like queer eye. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, I would love to be a part of this squad. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm like, wow, they're not, they're not, anybody they're watching? Not, like, you guys are like so engaged. I'm like, wow, I feel so validated. It's like, yeah, like, I mean, I like I tell people about the shit for a living, but like people that are actually down to like get dirty with it because there's a f- fucking podcast for it. I'm like, wow, amazing. <laughs> See, Age of Aquarius brings people like, this together. Like, this podcast couldn't have been created 
at a better time. Like the age of Aquarius mm-hmm. is what, is, in a sense, made Ashley like dye her hair and be like, "We need to talk about this, and we need to not have this <laughs> and be like Lottie, like oh yeah, like all like." You know, fuck the traditional constructs. We need to make it as wacky and accessible as possible because that's the only way you get everyone on board. So it's meta that this podcast was quite literally a birth child of the age of Aquarius coming in. Last night, Ashley and I were having a conversation and we're talking about the untethered soul. And I was telling her how I lent it to someone and it was really kind of blowing their mind. And she's like, oh, like why? And I was explaining like, well, if you're an addict and you read... The other soul, like it really gets you to understand like your mind. And we started talking about how a lot of people right now, the big push is all these things are happening that really make you question everything, everything. you've ever been taught, ever been taught. And there's some people like mm-hmm. you and Ashley and myself that will embrace it and be like, all right, let's, Ooh, yeah. let's fucking question everything. And there's people holding on yeah. for dear, like for dear life. Even if it's an anchor yes. dropping them to the bottom of the ocean, they're hanging on because it's all they know. You know, like, you know, BLM brought a lot of, a lot of things about racism up. People held uh-huh. on to it all they ever know. Mm-hmm. Like, COVID brought up a lot of things. People hold on to what they've been taught because it's all they ever know. And in the age of Aquarius, mm-hmm. people such as ourselves are letting go and saying, okay, universe, teach me. I'm going to watch for the signs. I'm going to learn. I'm going to educate myself. And other people are going down with the shit. Ugh, look, so, you saw the sign. It opened up your eyes. You saw the sign. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that song is about. Like, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, exactly. Like, it is like, like, every time, like, something wacky happens, like, whoa, that was wacky. Hmm. Hmm. Like, you, you have to, like, kind of, like, you know, be willing to, like, you know, just rub your eyes and, like, double look. And I think that. You know, okay, to be fair, I feel like people that cling to what it was before or what they thought they knew are just deeply scared because going into your inner truth means that you have to truly like be without attachment, which is where Buddhism kind of comes in. Like you have to like I don't really necessarily think ego death is the right term. I think it's like an ego like integration. You like go like, haha, like you're actually a dumb fuck who doesn't know anything. <laughs> and the more that you embrace that, you'll like become a smart fuck because you know you know <laughs> That's the best yeah. definition of yeah. ego death I have ever heard. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I'm just my like, title from now on underneath it, instead of James Lester, just going to say James Lester, smart fuck. yeah i just i'm just like come on like you're like kind of dumb but you're also kind of smart but you have to be willing to see where you're dumb to become smart and i think that (laughs) when we cling to things but instead of meta being like but what if this isn't real like i really like the mockumentary concept that like the office even though it is a show that everyone likes which makes me annoyed i think the mockumentary (laughs) concept is really good because it makes you kind of meta break the fourth wall and be like Wait a minute. What if mm-hmm. what if this is just like a fucking like what if someone's just filming me right now? What if I'm yeah. and astrology makes us be like, okay, so my birth chart is how I naturally act, but what if I want to make like Christian Bale and like try something different, huh? Like, you know, like totally change things up. Like to me, I'm like, oh, I naturally just want to be a Leo Moon. So it's time for me to get Aquarian about it, which is funny because I have other Aquarius placements, but whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I feel like you are like bringing so many things together. And now I feel like I have this new excitement about astrology where you like really, and James, I feel like maybe she's like the perfect person you need to follow so that it feels accessible and not complicated. She just tells it like it is, right? Chris just needs to be around a lot more for season two. But Chris, just real quick, like you kind of were like mentioning that like, okay, you have to like broaden your horizons. You have to watch be what Mm -hmm. other so we say tips to make it like a show friendly, which you give people as we further into the age of Aquarius, like how should we prepare oh ourselves? God. You know, well, <laughs> so, so like, here's a plug here, please come book a session <laughs> with me. And I'll explain how you specifically. Yes. I would say like, as a collective, I feel like journaling, <laughs> journaling, whoa, is <laughs> like a great tool. So what I like to do is I like to um, really root in what, do I know? Like, I think that really trying to, when you're like, also like, kind of like, I don't know anything, huh? But then also knowing that you know some things and those are the ways for you to pivot into what you don't know. Mm. I think making an inventory and documenting that is super important. So you're like, kind of like 
you know how you like kind of know what, what all your clothes are, all your possessions are, you kind of got to do that with your thoughts. You got to be like, okay, here's my random acts of memories. And like, here are all the things that I hold sacred to me. Here are my values. You got to do this full on like mental body assessment. I really think that that will really help you evaluate what's shifting. Cause sometimes I think that as things get crazier outside and you don't have a lot of like structure inside to how your thoughts work, to how you work, mm-hmm. to how your convictions, your deeply held beliefs work, then I think it can be really scary. Like I know we're like, ha ha ha, like nothing really matters. Nothing is as it seems. But if you are like really new to that, that can be like, oh shit. So I think that looking and like writing down what you do know and then watching it change as information comes in so you can like slowly shift your perspective as it needs to because you know like this year it's like okay racism and sexism they're different than what you thought and then there's like other things that are going to be inevitably uncovered I think knowing in advance what you know and what you don't know and like really trying to like get into looking at your blind spots so to speak I think that will help us the most as we venture into this new age because otherwise you'll be like scrambling and you won't you'll be like kind of like not knowing where your, where your bottom is and like that can just not be pleasant because yeah like it takes like it's like a muscle like you gotta like work it out to be okay with that unknown to be okay with that transformation because you know mm-hmm. when technological advances happen um we always have to also let go of what we were doing before that's why we don't use typewriters or like rotary phones or all that stuff and i think that we had to know that that's what the iphone or whatever is replacing in order to really embrace that so i think that yeah like you gotta like take stock of your current operating software to upgrade properly so i would say that's my number one thing that no matter what your astrology all that stuff is you should definitely be doing that I wonder if that means alien technologies are going to be revealed <laughs> in the coming Look, months. NASA literally has revealed that they have like there's like water on the moon or something, and there's like all these like UFO pictures they just released. Like, who knows? There's shit going on out there that we don't even know yet. So we just got to prepare to embrace mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. Chris, you got to watch yeah. past episodes because I'll go on a whole tangent about that. But what I hear from you is what I took away from this and my own ego just dissected from this is let go of your arrogance. You know, mm-hmm. you know, inventory what you think about things, let go of your arrogance and be willing to expand on every value and every central idea you have as we mm-hmm. continue to go into the age of Aquarius. And I, yes, I, I, exactly. It's so funny because you can see the people that are willing to do that as we go through this year of interesting mm-hmm. developments, and the people that are like, "Fuck no," you know. And it's it does feel like a great divide. Yeah, we uh-huh. can't give it to a more centralized like union, like you were saying. Like we are all in this together. We are one. I know it's like it's so rough because it's like we suck, but we're also each other's like only hope. <laughs> and then when you, when you frame it that way, you're just like, ah, oh, man. But instead of like trying to change other people, change yourself and things outside of you ripple, which I know like, well, people are like law of attraction. What the fuck? We need to decolonize that, which I actually really <laughs> passionate about like reworking what exactly that is. Because just being like, just believe guys. It's like, but okay. For example, if you believe in God, you like believe he's real, but like believing in yourself, you have to believe you're real. And therefore you have to believe you have an impact. And therefore you have to believe that changing yourself would make an impact outside. It's just like, whoa, okay. Actually, I don't believe in myself or believe. Also another exercise is, do you even think you're a real man? Like, like some people can disassociate really easily and people talk about it jokingly in the mental health community. But I really do think that our inability to grasp how real we are as like agents of change who could influence external reality. If only we were to believe in our magic, all that cheesy shit. Like I really Mm -hmm. think people should read about that. And Oh, another thing. Sorry. I forgot this. I was all about the self man, like journaling, you know, like your convictions, like high concept, but also really build your support system and talk about whatever the fuck is in this little journal with people around you but mm. you know you guys have each other yay see this podcast has <laughs> two people because it's like rebels and misfits like plural get it it's not the misfit it's like okay let's all like come together like you know like an island of misfit toys not like we one, have a facebook a group that's our plus <laughs> join our, our community <laughs> and go talk about this shit yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think, like, 
because people can help each other with their blind spots, which is like a huge part of my philosophy with like, because my work is essentially in combining astrology, Myers-Briggs, tarot, and some aspects of Enneagram and human design um, and Chinese astrology that I'm working on. And I really think that I, the number one thing I learned was I need other people. Oh, man, like, it was like, okay, like I'm going to outsource because in a business you have to outsource like, okay, I can't do everything. So you do this. I do that. And I think that that's also how personal development works. You go, well, I don't understand how to do this th- thing, but James is really good at that thing. And Ashley's good at that thing. And, and then you like just kind of skill share totally. or, or like yeah. philosophy share or be like, well, my version of like self-healing looks like this. And okay, cool. Let me take some bits from that with a grain of salt and be like, hmm, I can add that to my repertoire. So I think that all of us like creating more community around this idea that everyone is as committed and curious about self-help as the next person will really help us bring ourselves into the new age. Because if, you know, also like with people being triggered, like with mental health, this is why it's like the emotional labor of like an organization helping educate people is very different Mm -hmm. than an individual doing it. It's like, I'm too tired to explain this. How about you step in? Oh yeah, I actually recharged the other day. So that's like why people back in primals, like societies and tribes were like slept in like um, ships, right? It was like, okay, I'm going to sleep. And, you know, Josie will go stand watch and then like Katie's going to do it next. And, you know, that's kind of what I do that all. Like educating, consuming, then sharing. All needs to happen more. Like little round tables, mm. symposiums. I'm all about it. As you can tell, I was like here as an astrologer, but really an age of Aquarius nerd is what I probably really am because like, <laughs> I just, yeah, it's like it's already happening, you know? It's like this podcast is literally like a birth child of that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell people yeah. where they can like stay uh, like in touch with you and how they can find you, book a session, follow you. And then we have your link. So we'll like, we'll be dropping them in the comments, putting them in the show notes, but tell Yay. people your places. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, okay. My number one place right now is Instagram. Um, my website won't be launched until Thanksgiving. And for full disclosure, it's because I have only started my business full time since the pandemic began. And then I've like, oh, yay. I, yeah, like so I, this I, is I, your actually, birth child of the, of yeah, of yes, I, like, yeah. I like launched and became full time in like a couple months. And I was a journalist before that and like knew a lot about like political strife and like was really into like Jungian psychology in college so I was like yeah "Yeah, I'm gonna like give people some guidance instead and oh shit now it's like a job oh man so yeah you can like (laughs) definitely um find me on Instagram I love conversations I'm gonna like start posting more content like related to educating people on astrology because you know you go to an astrologer and you're just like uh you start asking all these questions that they saw just like seem to get kind of annoyed by when they're going all deep and stuff so I'm like kind of like okay let me like prep you for like a super intensive transit session with like another astrologer that I know because I know a shit ton of them I'm more the person who's like your gateway drug like I like prime you to even <laughs> this works to fully appreciate what is the right questions that to ask that can or can't be answered because obviously we don't know everything but we can know many things so yeah mm-hmm. so we have her instagram up right now so you guys can follow her we have our calendly link if you guys want to book with her yep so yeah and you know i really do love like going live and talking about this also it's like a happy new scorpio moon right now um and it's like the perfect time to be thinking about like transformation because like whether you book with me or just listen to this podcast or just like go and like I don't know, go on YouTube. There are communities of people having these conversations. And mm-hmm. we all are like rebels and misfits. It's like most people are like, haha, the shit you're into is dumb. I'm like, you're gonna be choking on that laughter and just <laughs> like, I, mean, I feel like my whole life, maybe you guys resonate, has been like a huge like I told you so, like when it comes to like, oh, you thought I was like kind of a freak in school and now I'm like my tarot cards are cool now because now you actually need them. And it's funny because you guys were talking about Jesus earlier and I was like, I actually identify as a Christian who does tarot and people were like freaked out by that on both sides of the aisle. I'm like, well, it's okay. I think Jesus would have been cool with this. And yes. yeah, like I really do like Jesus like um Pharisees, what the fuck you do it? And they were like, oh, like that guy only gave you five dollars. We gave you five hundred. He's like, they will inherit the kingdom of like, what are you? like they like I just think that 
Jesus is actually, ironically, they say he's a Pisces, but he really embodies this avant-garde approach to doing things. He'll be like, <clears throat> excuse me, I guess I'll help that person because no one else is going to. Like, be the person, be the, like, kind of, like, Jesus sort of, like, like not like, like, he was the son of God, blah, 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 like, maybe, who knows. But I think that the main thing was that he was not afraid to, like, you know, say, fuck the institutions. Like, you, like, I like tax collectors and I like lepers and prostitutes they're like oh my god and so the oh my god thing is i think something people really should embrace like shock value and not shocking mm-hmm. just to shock people but kind of like not caring if you shock almost because it's just like your truth but you have to be like hmm what is my truth you have to kind of like ask other people too does it sound like my truth like find the right community to like keep you accountable for your bullshit and yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> crystal chris crystal chris 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 one of one of those is <laughs> whatever works we need to be back i hope you'll join mm-hmm. us on our facebook page i hope you'll be back a whole bunch for season two <laughs> famous uh, afterwards i would be in there all the time being like <laughs> yeah i have like a whole range of other like spiritual topics as a multidisciplinary uh spiritual guide type i'd love to talk about as well you guys might hear me like blah 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 probably on here at some point but i listened to this podcast before i came on and i was a huge fan of the conversating style you guys have because... wait chris question aren't you based in la yes i am okay so we're in orange county so this ah! thing guys by the way this reality show might be oh my god let's go i'm gonna be in la for like the foreseeable future um also because i'm pretty sure like we'll probably go in lockdown again at some point but like also i just really like living in la and i like meeting cool people in socal like you guys i i know this is virtual but like to me it like feels like you might as well we could know you in real life pretty much exactly yeah, i think that's right and like yeah mm-hmm. yeah and this community that follows you know this content they're gonna really need some support from this podcast soon just saying like there's a lot that's gonna be happening in the next year like like if you were like 2020 was crazy and i'm like i think like the next couple decades are gonna be like unlike anything we've ever seen like everyone's having a fucking great awakening like Shit, oh, man. A- that's why my job is to get all the healers in their places coming out of the spiritual class. <laughs> yeah, and like <laughs> I really everybody like how- is going to need yes. them, and right? Yeah, and yeah. like also like you're like don't take yourselves too seriously. Drop more f bombs, because yeah, it's if you can't <laughs> laugh at like if you can't kind of laugh, you can't sort of fully expand and open your body to like receive. I feel like laughter is the best way to do that. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm all about like this idea of spirituality with you know, some sass and some f-bombs and some like <laughs> uh, if someone just like oh my god they cuss too much it's like geez like what are you repressing thank you so much chris we'll be talking to you soon love thank you we so will talk much to you soon bye chris <laughs> bye it was Amazing. great talking to you guys so nice to meet you love <laughs> perfect person for this round table like Amazing. Thank you. I, I know that actually somebody um, recommended me to her, Maritza. Yes, Maritza recommended her. And so I think that she must be like an expert at vibrationally matching people and knew that she would be perfect for this roundtable. So thank I, you. Thank God we didn't have another guest as originally planned because she all the energy needed exploring and I love her and yeah, a delicious treat. And ah, but so I feel like it tied together so many things we've been talking about all the season. It tied it all together. You know, everything kind of got tied together. Perfect. Perfect. And and like official end to our season, right? Yeah, definitely. Your hair's gotten better all season. (laughs) Yours has gotten like higher and more adorable. I'm getting closer. Adorable. And so, um, this is like our official last episode for like a holiday break. I think we're gonna do a winter solstice flavored kind of thing. I think that would be around like the 18th or the 19th, whatever it is in December. Um, we are still gonna be in our group, so people will still be able to like see us in our spiritual rebels and misfits group, and we're gonna be having conversations and like just like 
planning and kind of scheming what's next. Um, I, I think you wanted to talk a little bit about like highlights and reflecting, but I will say that like, we are in so many podcast places now, like pretty much all of the ones you can think of, including Apple now finally. And so what we really want to do is like get this out to more people because we do really feel like our guests are fucking amazing and they have amazing wisdom and people really need this stuff in an accessible way right now. So help get the word out, help us like, get more people on our podcast wagon to listen to all of these amazing 22 episodes of guests and like, give us a little rating. Let us know, like, if you love what you're hearing, if you love our guests, like that will so help us and we would appreciate you. So thank you in advance for doing that. Go ahead and just get out your phones now, folks. And like call to action, get on that shit. (laughs) Evangelist all of a sudden, just get out your phones now. Everybody get out your phones. I'm going to walk you through it. I've got to, let me pull up the phone screen share for you. Unless you're listening and driving. Please, please be safe. Please be safe. Please please donate your reviews into our basket. But just to clarify, so Winter Solstice is on the 21st of December. We'll probably be getting something together the Friday before that, which is really yeah. exciting. But I just want to say, like, it's been, like, awesome doing the show because Ashley and I were talking about Ashley has an amazing business. But we're talking about how, like, this we just did out of love and wanting to talk to one another and be connected. So it is and- our Aquarius love child, this podcast. Yeah, it is. But, uh, you know, we, we our first episode was about Black Lives Matter because we wanted to have a conversation with all of you. And, you know, we don't take this too serious, but it's been a serious privilege to, like, meet all these fucking amazing people these last oh 22 episodes. So many fucking cool people, man. So many cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Serious. I don't know what it is, but, like, we just have really good luck. I guess the universe is working in the greatest and highest good to align the right people because... Um, I just feel like we've been so many places and some of them were really heavy. Like, I feel like we really have gone to all ends of the spectrum because like the trauma, um, episode, I feel like was just like really deep. What was another like really deep place that we went? Black Lives Matter. What are some mm-hmm. other ones? Well, I, I look back at like our, our conversation with Emily about God and that just brought up. Oh, yeah. For me. And it just really resonated. I was so blessed to meet Emily and, you know, even like little podcasts, like about forgiveness and just forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I feel like this one was very like fun filled and laughter. And then we really do go to those deep. I feel like there's like always moments of like lightness and laughter because I do think we need it sometimes the most at those times, you know, um, to just find like little things to laugh about. I, I don't think we need to have a guilt about that. I think like if anything that like reminds us like of the, the lighter parts of life and like why this life experience is important, you know, I feel like we both are leaning in like very serious. Well, now with our- there's, there's this <laughs> book called the book of joy and I, there's a, a, like, it's like someone staying with a Dalai Lama and, you know, his friendship with, I forget his exact title like that, but he's part of the Catholic church and it's their friendship. And they talk about how fucking funny the Dalai Lama is. And he, and they ask him about it and he says, en- enlightenment without light is not enlightenment. And so I think it is really, really imperative, especially during this great change, man. Like I, I just, I reflect back to Saturday and how it felt also heavy and again, not trying to get too political, but after everything broke and the rainbows came out and people were dancing in the street and like laughing again, like that made me feel closest to God, to universe that I felt in a long time. So like fucking laugh, guys. Treat each other with respect. I'm so excited for this next year, actually, even though I think it's going to be full of change yeah. and craziness. I fucking embrace that craziness. So I'm excited, my love. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you guys so much. Like I know it's our official like end to the season and then we're going to, we'll be back um, weekly in the new year. So just join our group, our spiritual rebels and misfits group. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. And leave your review. Don't forget your review. Like, no, seriously, no. <laughs> that shit matters. Like for people to find us, that shit matters. And so, yeah, we just literally got, on Apple after the initial 
rejection. Um, and so, <laughs> so all of our episodes are going to be on there and it's like nice to like be able to like listen, have your like, you know, wireless earbuds in while you're taking a walk and just have some laughter and some fun things. Um, but yeah, like literally it was just a couple days ago that we got on Apple. So it's like, I want people to tell other people what they think so they could find us. All Ashley wants for Christmas, guys, is for you guys to leave a review. So don't make me cry. <laughs> and I look forward to seeing everyone in a few weeks. Thank you all and love you. Bye, everybody.